Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about uh, when Marnie was there. Which was uh, actually a recommendation by Angel. So, uh, you know, good on yeah. him. Good on them for giving another, us another solid recommendation. You know, another kick in the gut. You know, eh, it's all right. Uh, but before that, we were talking about, you know, honestly, we were just largely reminiscing about a lot of, a lot of different things. Um, if you want to catch yeah. part of that wider conversation, you can go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content and more now on to the meat and potatoes. <laughs> uh, when Marnie was there, uh, real, uh, blah, 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 blah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was staying quiet on purpose this time because I was trying to wait. Cause I always jump in and be like, Oh, remember this? And you're like, I didn't even tell anything yet. I know I was expecting it and it threw me off. <laughs> It really did. It threw it threw me off. You know, hey, you know it's 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 perfect timing too because CJ decided to drop in right when we're starting <laughs> too. So there you go. Can't can't go wrong with that. Uh, all right. Uh, when Marnie was there, originally aired in July 2014. Uh, the studio for it is Studio Ghibli. Producers for it are Densu, Toho, Disney, uh, Japan, Nippon Television. It's based off of a novel. The genres for it are drama, mystery, psychological, and the runtime was for about an hour and 42 minutes. It didn't feel like it. It did not. It felt a little no. shorter. It did. It did. Um, I'm also going to say that I, I, I for sure I had thought I had seen uh, this before and, mm-hmm. and most assuredly I did see it before and and I had a deeper appreciation for it this time than I did the first time I watched it simply because I was able to pick up on some of the subtleties on the differences that were there in between the two, you know, I can absolutely see that. It was, I can absolutely uh, see that. And it, it was, it was a nice revisit for me too, you know? Well, I mean this, you know how they say nothing in life is, uh, is coincidental. Everything has a purpose and everything is, done on purpose that kind of thing um yeah yeah I'm like, they say it I, I don't know who they are but it's been said the the, well, the powers that be the the, yeah. the man the <laughs> the everything else yeah no i get it i got you i got you i got you no, no, I this you. movie comes at a rather interesting time for me um essentially um unfortunately um my pet um who um who's been with me for, for a long time, a uh, few years, um, almost 20 passed away, uh, yesterday. And it, I was reminiscing in my head and wasn't feeling very good. And it made me remember a few things on this, this movie. So I watched it again. Um, 
And watching it a second time, I, I kind of agree with you in the sense of the second time through, you, you pick up on the subtleties that you kind of miss on the first go through it. it and the reason why I, I bring up, <clears throat> I bring up my pet is because this movie also deals with death, not as directly, but you, you kind of, I mean, <laughs> going through it the first time I was like, oh, this is totally what it is. They talk about ghost stories. They talk about mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. don't go to the silo. There's ghosts in there. Don't go to the mansion. There's ghosts in there. And then, you know, I don't know if you want to consider them ghosts or some sort of time loop that happened or whatever. But this this whole movie, I feel like, was fantastically put in a, uh, I guess, a healing format. Yeah. Like the person who needed it most saw what they needed to see and was part of what they needed to be part of. Yes. And that. Yes. I realize this is all a roundabout way of saying, you know, love your pets. They're freaking awesome because they'll help you way more than you think. That is very, that is very, very true. Um, uh, however, this movie doesn't deal with death in that fashion. It also doesn't deal with pet deaths at all. Oh no, it has nothing to do with pet deaths. So, so, you know, there's none of that in, in this. Um, so, you know, just to kind of help bring some clarification (laughs) To this no no pets no animals died in this movie or anything like that and and it and it deals with death in a very indirect way i i will agree with you in that um one of the things that it kind of really does is you don't understand or you don't know like what's really kind of going on for our main character anna and she has a very english name it's not short for anything else other than her name is literally anna yeah um now granted they she has a very traditional japanese last name which is you know to be expected Mm -hmm. um but uh being that this was actually based off of a book written in 1967 by a european author so this is a European book. So much like how Adventures in Slumberland was ba- based off of a, an American book, this is based mm-hmm. off of a European book that has an adaptation into Japan. Now, this also isn't a Miyazaki film, actually. Uh, this is uh, Hiroamasa uh, Yonebayashi. He's the one that directed this. Uh, the screenplays are by Masahi Ando, Keiko uh, Niwa uh, for a couple of them, but they, but there is no Miyazaki named tied to this. Right. So, and traditionally for me personally, I've always associated Ghibli with Miyazaki. Right. Yeah. But that's not the case. And, and on the one that CJ and I did only yesterday, the movie called only yesterday, uh, that one also is not a Miyazaki. Now that one kind of follows more so along the lines with the uh, traditional views that Miyazaki's always held. This one, I feel like it doesn't. It doesn't follow the same line, the same format that he's always done. And yeah. and I would hope that this kind of stays truer to the source material, to the novel. Okay. Because in, in terms of like how it's presented how it's how it's portrayed ah, how the story okay. is being I, told I, sorry you, you lost me there for a second i was trying to figure out where why but no that makes perfect sense um but as far as as far as the studio ghibli goes and now the director sounds familiar is there any particular reason for that have we seen him before you know 
uh, I know for, you're, you're, yes. the, you're the info guy. <laughs> yes. Uh, he, he is the director or he was one of the animators actually for spirited away. He was an animator oh. for house moving castle for Ponyo. He was the director for the secret world of Arietti. Uh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense considering how this movie went. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. No, Cause I was like that, that name sounds familiar. I don't do faces very well, but names kind of trigger sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's, he's been an animator in a lot, but this was his, uh, one of the two films that he's, uh, directed. Uh, so he directed secret world of Arietti and, and when Marnie was there and ironically, these are both, um, UK adaptations, right? So the borrowers, the secret world of Arietti was, a uh, a, a depiction or, or, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Rick, help me out here. Uh, uh, <laughs> an adap- adaptation, Re- an adaptation and reimagining okay. of the borrowers for the secret world of Arietti. The the differences between this and that one is when Marnie was there, that was the actual name of the book. So that's another reason why I'm I'm going along with the comment of I'm hoping they stayed truer to the uh, source material because they kept the name. Well, I mean, will we will we ever find out? Because We've I haven't read the book. I mean, like I, I haven't read the book. Only way we would know is if we read the book. Have you read well, the book? I haven't. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. Let's, let's leave it with hopes and don't try <laughs> to crush my dreams, sir. No, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, no, cause I was just thinking to myself, like as far as the borrowers go, we've got multiple renditions. So True. we'd be able to see a lot of the stuff and you know, it, it's, it's more common it's a more common story that any adaptation with a difference would be noted. So that's why I would say that with the borrowers or the secret world of Arietti, um, any, any discrepancies we would notice right away and we would feel a little bit slighted. Whereas here, I'm not familiar with the, the, the material. I'm not familiar with the, the source, you know, and I don't think I've ever seen, I mean, I've seen stories similar to this, but I've never seen, this story told in a different light. True. But you also have to keep in mind, you, you originally thought that the live action with John Goodman and the secret world of Arietti hey. were very close. So, I mean, like hey, that's, I like, I don't, it. I don't know how, <laughs> how, how much I can trust that, <laughs> that opinions comment. vary. Uh-huh. Opinions vary. Well, it's not a matter of opinions. It's, it's like you, you at first, <laughs> You were saying, no, they're totally carbon copies. And then I pull up the trailer. They're totally not carbon copies. Carbon copies. I mean, the heart sees what it wants to see. That is very true. That is, that is 100% <laughs> true. There is no denying that. You, you, your, your heart always has been that way. <laughs> uh, want, for good or bad. It wants to, it, it, you know what, sir? You know what? You just have that fiery passion in your eyes like a <laughs> sweet JP. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to the to boost timelines like the time traveling I'm just, granddaughter. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It makes sense. It made it makes a more interesting story. You know, yeah, no. I feel like our our review was worth more than the actual show. But uh, that's just you'll my- never know. You've never seen it. <laughs> so you know. Hey, uh, hey. This is true. You know, this see, is like true. CJ says. You say tomato, I say potato. You know, it's like, yeah. 
it's close edible. enough. That's all that it's, matters. It, it, exactly. Exactly. Well, as long as it's prepared and not too green, then then potatoes yeah, are are edible. Potatoes are edible. <laughs> oh uh, man, <laughs> we got off topic. <laughs> kind of hard, but that's all right. I mean, that's okay though. I mean, there, this this movie, this show, honestly doesn't have. It's not very deep. I want to say it's it's actually very a lot of it's very surface, right? Yeah. And I think um, that was that was done that way on purpose. Exactly. So you have like the main character, Anna, right? Which going back to what I was originally saying, she has her name is Anna. It's not short for anything else. It is Anna. And then you're learning kind of like, well, she's depressed. She's sad. She's not happy. She's kind of like very monotone. She keeps her feelings kind of in check. Mm-hmm. And then you start like seeing her kind of open up and she's happier. She's, she's enjoying life a lot more. And it's not so much that her parents or rather her adoptive family was being mean to her. It was more so along the lines of like, she just, she didn't feel like she could properly express herself. And then at the same time, she had this, this weight, this, this weight and depression kind of pushing down on her. And in the movie, she calls her, her guardians, her, her adoptive parents, aunt and uncle or auntie and uncle. And unless you actually watch the movie and, and you watch it in its entirety all the way through, that never makes sense until the end, until the end. Well, I figured everything would tie in. Studio Ghibli's very good at storytelling they and are. they're very good typically at referencing things initially like i could have probably in all honesty i could have probably guessed that somehow annie was related to marie somehow to marie yeah do you mean marnie i was close (laughs) i mean is it really marnie yes it's not marie no there is an n m-a-r-n-i-e I watched it subs and it never registered. It's because you were thinking about my little, my little bevels, my little puppy, Marie, <laughs> my little puppy, Marie. <laughs> yeah. It never registered Marnie. Okay. Yes. I mean, you said it originally when Marnie was there, I was like, that's close. I'm not going to correct you, but it's fine. But I'm, I'm glad I didn't. Cause that would have, uh, <laughs> that would have been pie on my face. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> I figured, just rewinding that back a bit, I I figured that Marnie and Annie were related somehow. I couldn't quite figure out how. And then when you hear the story... It makes total sense. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, kind of, sort of. I, I, I assume, I hope, I pray. You know? And then, and then uh, when, when you finally do make that connection, you end up going, oh, sweet. So I was correct. I didn't know how this made sense. But it still goes back to the, is it a time traveling thing? Because there was not only communication, there was interaction. There was food that was, that was consumed. So, right. So it also could have been all a matter of her imagination. And it's not necessarily her being time traveled or a time loop or anything like that. It could have been more so being kind of in a matter of speaking spirited away or spirited into a spirit realm because when she's there during a certain point of the day at that mansion it's it looks decrepit yeah however she's been inside the mansion she's been inside there and she's reliving 
portions of the actual life dealing with Marty. So the party, the flower girl and everything like that. And then it goes back to have that story retold. And what I personally think it is, is her subconscious, her, her subconscious was kind of overtaking because she was out there drawing and everything like that. And she passed out. She would fall asleep and she would invent these whole scenarios in her mind to her belief, right? Only to realize at towards the end that she was actually remembering the stories that her grandmother was telling her. So how do you explain the fact that she was able to draw Marnie so well? Probably because when she was living with her, she saw pictures of her when she was younger. Uh, Damn, I thought I had a good one. I thought I had a good argument to be like, boom. But no, that makes sense. Because she did live there. And and you do see Marnie telling her the stories. Yeah, that just turned into a real sad story. It did. Like, it was very, it was very, it was very sad, right? And, and, and CJ, uh, in our, in our chat, he goes, so she's a plagiarizer. And he's just like, no, she's not plagiarizing. So what happens is, is in her mind, she's reliving these events that's going on with Marnie and revolving around Marnie. And she remembers this house and, and she, she's just very drawn to this house. That's just like kind of out there in the boonies. and. Um, there's a diary in there and everything in the diary, she's like reading it, reading the diary that this other girl has found, right? Only to realize like all these stories, all these things that are happening right now, or, or that happened to me, you know, actually, actually did happen. It is, and it's not that I was there. It's, it's someone else. And so I guess her own internal conflict was kind of like, trying to sort everything out, trying to figure everything out. So what I think they did really did a good job with is dissociation. Um, obviously, if we go along with the, the thought that she already had all this information in her head, it was just regressed and put away and pushed away. Yep. And she's currently in a, well, not currently, but at the time she was currently in a spot where she couldn't or wouldn't show emotion, happy, sad, left, right, not not a thing and she was emotionally not challenged but emotionally damaged <laughs> emotional no damage no emotionally distanced from everybody on purpose um and it, it's quite interesting in my opinion because the way that it is portrayed and the way that i the, the feeling i get off of this is when she's around everybody and in school she is a recluse. Yes. She her, she uses her asthma as an excuse. I had asthma as a child, so I mean, well, child, well, teenager, adult, and it, it can be used as an excuse a hundred percent of the time. And people eat it up like nothing. I got out of assignments because I was like, I'm sorry, I had to go to the hospital. Asthma attack, uh, and nobody checked uh, twice. Right. Well, here here's the thing, though. It's, <clears throat> it's not. She was using that as part of the crutch, but it wasn't her being a recluse solely because of that or because of other things. But what largely led to it was she had found papers because she is a, a an adoptive child, right? She's she's in uh, 
being taken care of by her aunt and uncle, she comes across paperwork saying that they're going to get more money now to take care of her. And so it kind of just broke her view in that she doesn't feel like she has anyone that truly cares about her, that truly loves her. She thinks that she's only being taken care of because someone's paying them to take care of her, not necessarily because they want to take care of her. Yes. And so it, it took me a long time, like most of the movie. Actually, no, that's a lie. It took the entirety of the movie, the entirety of the movie to figure out why that mattered. And I was like, that makes absolutely no sense. Like, if someone got paid to watch me, let them get paid to watch me. I mean, that my opinion of my place in the house, assuming I was in this situation and assuming the knowledge I had prior to the end of the movie, I figured, like, you know, what happens, you know, when your parents die, you, you go to your next of kin, which happened to be the aunt. And the, you know, I figured that that happens. And the fact that the aunt was getting some sort of subsidy for it, I figured it is what it is. You know, it's just, it, it had no effect on me. And I was very curious why it had such an effect on her. And then you realize, no, her parents didn't die and she was sent off to her aunt. No, her parents died and she was sent off to her grandma. And then her grandma died. And then she was sent off to her aunt. Now, the assumption that I have that I walked away with was that the aunt was the first, next of kin. You know, the aunt yes. was the one that, that was next of kin. But now looking at it, maybe it's possible that she was thinking the aunt had the option to take her before the grandma took her. And the aunt was like, I don't have time for kids. I don't want kids. And then had to be bribed with money in order to assume responsibility. That's the only way I can see that making that connection. But I, would, I wouldn't have known that halfway through the movie. Right, but that's not how it was. And and then you have Hisako who told told her told the story that her grandmother fought and wanted to take care of Anna because mm -hmm. her child, you know, she lost her child and the, you know, and her husband both they both died in a car accident very very tragically mm -hmm. and because she didn't want to lose that connection she wanted to take the child. And so she, she took the child kind of not really letting anyone else have a say in it. Have a say so. Yeah. Because I, I'm not familiar with those laws or, or, or anything like that. But I, I think that uh, paternals or, or grandparents in the terms, in terms of hierarchy get like, they're the first ones contacted. And then it's like, aunts, honestly, uncles, I'm not sure things like that. I'm, like, I'm not sure. I'm just going off of the assumption or she went my only knowledge. Yeah. She sorry, only, my only... <laughs> go, 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 go ahead. It's all right. Rick. Go. Oh, okay. I, I appreciate uh, I'll, I'll take the floor. My only um, interaction and my only knowledge comes from anime to be perfectly <laughs> honest. So like, yeah, I, I don't know what the actual laws are. Right. And uh, I've, I I've had some uh, friends that were adopted and they were going through the process and they were being adopted by their grandparents. They had aunts and uncles and things like that, but they all had, they were all inevitably adopted by their, their grandparents first. Um, so I don't, I don't know the full story as to why it is. I mean, like I'm, I'm not going to go. I'd be like, Hey, why are you letting your grandparents instead of your aunts? Adopt? That's 
no, I'm not going to go up and ask that. That's dumb. It's not my place. I don't need to know. It's not my place to know. Do I want to know right. now? Yes, mainly because yeah, I want anime. answers to the anime. But that's uh, <laughs> personal lives. I could care less. I could care less about their personal lives, like what, whatever it is. But I would love answers to the anime. That's my thing. Yeah. Um. But this was <clears throat> that. That would be my my assumption, right? The grand because Hisako says I want. I, she wanted to have Anna in her life. She wanted the doctor and raise her and do everything that she could for her and raise her to be the child do everything better that she didn't do with her own child. And you learn the story and backstory behind that whole thing, which is completely understandable. And that whole story. And and when you finally get to that story, when you finally reach it, it's not like you're, you're completely blindsided by it because Hisako or, or, or she literally says, yeah, it's not, it doesn't, doesn't end happily. It's, it's a pretty sad story. What actually happens? It's like, Oh, well, that's that's a great premise and then at first it starts off all happy you know you learn about this life and then all the stories and everything like that and it still starts clicking for for uh, anna and it just progressively and then it just starts tumbling down the hill like oh it starts not clicking right it's like oh well this this is this is just depressing yeah i mean okay i got a question i might have an answer Uh i got a question i might have an answer i think we should probably make a t-shirt i got a question um, all right <laughs> that said um do you think that there are certain people in this world who have a destiny to have a really sad life <clears throat> i i i think it is your destiny rick to not receive an answer for that question oh hurtful hurtful now my life is sad you've done this to me um, no, sir, but no, sir, he, sir, it is your destiny. <laughs> but but uh, I, to hang on, hang on to, to quote Star Wars. There oh, is. God. <laughs> but let, let's see you pull this out of your hat. Let's go. What you got? Do or do not. There is no try. And just like <laughs> everything in our universe, there is no luck. There is only the force. Ooh, that that last part's nice. I, I I'm, I'm not familiar with that last part, but uh, my dad might have something to say. <laughs> oh, geez, CJ, gotta love him. Sorry, CJ. Look, <laughs> this 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 movie was good. All right, this movie was good. All right, CJ says, stay tuned. The next episode of Featured Anime Live, just with a lot of filler between. Look, look, <laughs> look, look. This movie was good, but. What makes it good isn't necessarily that the movie is so in depth. It's that you can have these side off conversations or tie it to everything else kind of going off in our own lives and our own worlds and what's happening, the do's and don'ts and everything in between and, and the interactions of people and how people interact with each other and everything going on with it. So, well, I mean, a good, a good story like this promotes conversation. Like we're having it, it asks questions that does, and they don't give answers. Much um, like the questions you ask, sometimes they don't. Deserve I mean, answers. I'm, I'm thought provoking. I'm a gift that keeps on giving. You know, thought provoking is not the phrase I would use, but we'll go with that. It's a phrase that people have used in the past. Not for you, but that's. that's... <laughs> I never said it was for me. I just said they used it. <laughs> anyway, um, the animation quality on here was really good. 
I felt. Um, really consistent. Yes. Um, there were some people who I felt were blurred, but that could have just been an, an on purpose cho- on purpose choice. Yeah. I don't really see many accidents here. I don't really see much laziness, but you don't expect that from Studio Ghibli. You expect damn near perfection. Yes. Um, and that, that's kind of what you get here. You you have the music. Have you? Did you hear? Did you notice a lot of the music? I didn't. I only noticed at like peak stressful times. Right. The music wasn't a focal point, a center point for this uh, for this anime, which I thought was very well very well done very very beautiful because it wasn't this wasn't a story that needed to have the music help carry it through it was there kind of like uh just to enhance the scene a little bit but it could have been just as good without and it's not like it was put in there sloppily either it it was put in when it needed to be in there with the tempo that it needed to be and with music that it needed to be so i liked it I, i mean it was good Given the timing of it, I don't think I'd watch it again immediately. Um, but yeah, it, fair it, enough. Fair it's enough. definitely something that I show other people. It's definitely something I'd recommend for other people because it's if you just take the story on, on base value, it's a damn good story. It's got yes. a fantastic plot, mm-hmm. um, and it's got twists and turns that keep you guessing until about two minutes till the end. You know, yeah. I don't think I guess too much, but I don't think that's the point. I think they're by the end of the movie, they're they're trying to give it all away. If you haven't figured it out yet, I mean, I think we've pretty much <clears throat> talked, t- t- touched on everything that uh, we really can. Unfortunately, yeah, it's it's fairly a simple story with a simple outcome. I liked it. I don't know if I'd give it a ten, but it's not a zero. It's something I plan on watching again in the future with my significant other, maybe even with CJ if he's never nice to me. But you know. <laughs> fair enough <clears throat> oh goodness oh, i think we're ready for a rating what about you i i agree sir so on a scale of uh up to 10 how would you rate this uh i'm gonna say i feel like this was a solid a strong eight soft nine i'm gonna have to go with an eight like i, I want to give it a nine but i don't know i feel like if there was a little bit more of something intangible like there was nothing, nothing wrong with what they showed, but if if they don't, I don't know. Something was missing for me to give it a, a higher than an eight. You know? Okay. No, I I got you. I got you. I mean, like, were you hoping for a little bit more time traveling? Time traveling. They had destiny. That. Were you hoping for a little bit more destiny in this? Maybe a little bit of I luck. I don't think. Well, I mean, they did have time tra- tra- time traveling grandchildren, which was cool. So that that ticks a box. You know what? Nine. Nine. Mm-hmm. See, see, like Obi-Wan says, there is no such thing as luck. <laughs> oh, dear <Hey>. Lord. <laughs> uh, all right. For me, I'm going with a nine. I enjoyed it. It was, it was very, very well done. Um, I just, you know, what, let me think on that for a second here. Let me think. Don't talk yourself out of a nine. What in your opinion could have made it a 10? Well, that's what I was I thinking like- about, right? That's what I was saying. I was like, let me let me truly think about this, right? What what in this is ke- honestly keeping it from a 10? I can't put my finger on it, but I feel like something is. The only thing that I can think of that would actually keep it from a 10 for me, um, and it has nothing to do with the story. It has to do with a couple of the characters. 
in all honesty. The interaction? No, that you remember the old lady that and that that one girl that's super bossy. The pig. Sure. That's the um, only th- I, I don't right I don't remember her beyond being called a fat pig. Okay. Um she like I get it. Kids kids will be kids. But I did not like her. And and I did not like her to the point to where it that's the only thing that would be uh keeping it from a 10 because of her whole interaction and everything. I mean, like I get it. It has to do with the story and it was written in it felt there. forced. Yeah. But it felt, yeah, it did. And then the, how, how their interactions were for the whole, th- I like, and I disliked the couple of the interactions having to deal with them, the Osaka's and everything like that. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. the only thing that's keeping it from a 10. I'll let you all, come to your own conclusion and how you feel about it yourselves. But that's nine for me, nine for Rick. Yep. All right. So next week is, uh, it's kind of like a co choice between Rick and recommendation from CJ. And it's going to be something we haven't done in a long time. It's not going to be a movie. It's going to be a Hmm. series and it's going to be my dress up darling. Yep. So yep, 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 yep. I didn't even know CJ had recommended it to be perfectly honest. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it, yeah, he, I like it. It's going to be good. I yeah. Hope. It's a, uh, it's 12 episodes long. Uh, and they, when asked why we needed to watch it, uh, CJ said uh, that they think it's a cute anime and it's uh tastefully etchy. It's etchy. Yes. Okay. So it yes. might be one of my top tens then. Who knows? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're going to be par for the course. Yes. Yeah, no most, joke. Most, most certainly. Uh, all I right. think I don't like etchy on principle and the fact that you keep showing me stuff that you're like, do you like it? Well, what is it? Oh, let me see if you like it first. I'm like, uh, it's not horrible. It's actually pretty good. And you're like, etchy, gotcha. <laughs> It's like, no, I totally hate Edgy. It's tr- trash. It's it's horrible. Horrible. Hate it. Cool. What do you rate it then? I rate this a 10. Perfect. It was an Edgy, by the way. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, at, least, at least I can walk into this knowing that I'm going to hate myself afterwards, but we'll see. Uh, maybe I should have <laughs> saved that comment for after after the yeah, fact. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Yeah. See, see there. There you go. Ooh. See, see. All right. Uh, well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, if you feel like we got something right, something wrong, did too much justice, not enough justice, feel free to let us know. You can reach out to us. We have all our contact information listed in the show notes. You can also go to our uh, website, featuredanimepodcast.com. Go there. We have all our links and everything like that for it. There in the show notes, we do have a affiliate link for you if you want to catch uh part of the wider conversation that we usually have patreon.com slash featured anime podcast dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content and until next time i'm jack i'm rick and we'll see you next time even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.